0: Okay, so we are back with For Your Distraction, another very special episode. It is. I am one of your hosts, Scott, and joining me, as per usual, is a man who once went to the record store to buy an Ice Cube CD. They didn't have it, so he bought Vanilla Ice. He is pretty fly for a white guy. Our producer, co-host, all-around great guy, Adam. Adam. How are you doing, Adam?
1: I'm doing great. I don't think I've ever even been to a record store. No?
0: So,
1: <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, but... It's been a while. I am uh, pretty fly for a white our guy. Our pop
0: culture oh correspondent, Brandon, he cannot be here today. <laughs> no, he had, can't, no. He had a, con- a scheduling conflict, so he sends his love from afar. <laughs> but this is a very special episode. We are out of the friendly confines of our... Our studio. I know. This we, is weird. It's we are strange. coming to you from a beautiful, beautiful establishment, Cravings Cafe and Creamery in beautiful
1: downtown Sharon, Pennsylvania this place has it all I mean we have ice cream this place is really nice I've been here a couple times and the first time I came down to hang out with you for a little bit when I came in here I saw the outside I was like oh you know I was expecting a nice little coffee shop you know a counter you know a couple little tables and stuff like that you know what I came in here and I was like holy hell this is huge like for an ice cream parlor it's really huge
0: yeah Uh that's that's the first impression I get too um, so joining us is general manager Julie Byers. Julie, thanks for, thanks for having us here. Thanks for letting us do this. Thanks
2: for having me. I'm so excited to do this. Yes, yeah, so tell us a little bit, how did Cravings
0: come about? How is, how is this beautiful place even here?
2: It's a little bit of a collaboration between Penn State and Primary Health Network. Um, they got together about a year ago in May and put their brains together and within a year, it was thought about, it was under construction, and it was opened um, May 4th of 2015. So we've been open for about what, four or five months now?
0: Yeah. That's that's great. And you have Penn State ice cream, which With
2: Penn State Ice Cream we drive to State College once every two weeks and pick up about forty five three gallon tubs of ice cream. That's
0: a lot of ice cream.
2: That's so a lot of ice cream.
0: So yeah, I, I mean we're gonna have some ice cream in a little bit here. Absolutely, Ad- we can't we can't
1: record at the parlor and no. not eat some ice cream. <laughs> right,
0: okay? a- Adam and I we're gonna have some ice cream and we're gonna rate it. We we do a thing oh, okay. called we do a thing called beer of the show. Okay. We're not gonna do a beer of the show today. We're gonna do an ice cream okay. of the show. Okay, it's so, gonna be a little unique. I, I I'm excited. Yes, yeah, so looking forward to that. And I see you also have sandwiches and everything here well, for Miss- lunch items. Absolutely,
2: Mister D's delivers every single day. Mr.
0: D's from Brookfield, Ohio. Mr.
2: D's from Brookfield, Ohio. They're fantastic. They have everything from sub-sandwiches, salads, pretzel rolls, wraps, pepper. their famous pepperoni rolls. Uh, They also do our bakery items. So every morning we have donuts, bagels, muffins, and, of course, their famous cookies. Um, They deliver every day. So we have lunch, and then we also have the famous Philadelphia candies. We have 18 display showcase chocolates. And, of course, their cookie sandwiches and their potato chips and their popcorn. Wow. It sounds
1: like a college student's best friend place right here. This like, is
2: the place to be. We I, we have everything and if we don't have it, chances are we can get it.
1: It's about time that something like that came around to be honest with you. I mean, there's yeah. been a, there's been a few things, but it's it's been kind of lackluster a little bit lately, so I mean, this is the jewel of Sharon, Pennsylvania,
0: I tell you that. That's I mean, if how god would go to school here now. I mean, Philadelphia Chocolate Everyone chocolates? says that everyone says Holy that whoever
2: more. whoever graduated from uh from Shenango in the past is so jealous of all the students right now because of what they have uh, available to them.
0: Yeah, this is great, and you you also have some events coming up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to we're trying to do a lot here. So every Wednesday we actually have what's called the um, Downtown coffee house Concert Series, which is hosted from twelve to one. So just during your lunch hour every Wednesday we have different singer songwriters, whether they're solos, duets, um, or trios, come down and play during your lunch. Some jazz from the, we have pianists, we have keyboardists, we have I mean anything. So that's super exciting. We do that every Wednesday. And then at the end of the month, September 29th, starting at 630, we have a paint and taste. So, an artist, local artist, comes down and teaches a class of about 10 to 15 people basically how to just paint a portrait of, uh, this time we're actually doing a pumpkin. And we're going to drive people with a the fall theme. And uh, then you just get a complimentary bowl, bowl of ice cream while you, while you paint. That's
0: great. Yeah. And um, coffee too.
2: Coffee of course. Yes, I, I, I saw forgot about O'Neill's. O'Neill's
0: coffee over there. I saw that when we first walked in.
2: They have the best flavors as well. They do everything from cinnamon sticky bun, caramel pecan, and of course pumpkin spice because oh, now we're in the pumpkin man. spice. Oh man, everything is pumpkin the pumpkin spice. All it is. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it already yes. started.
0: The, the white girls, the white college-age girls are going <laughs> to flock. They are. They're going to smell pumpkin in the air. Literally. It's and like... actually,
2: Philadelphia has just brought down their pumpkin spice truffles today. Oh, So my now go- we have pumpkin chocolate. We have pumpkin. i might
0: have to try that, too, Adam. I, I, might... I don't like pumpkins. You don't like pumpkin. I neither do I I I pumpkins. I, d- I don't like I don't like, oh, pumpkin, I I don't do. coffee, like pumpkins. Coffee,
2: lattes, anything. Yeah. Um, but I did try it, and it's not as bad as I thought it was. No, so okay. you'll have to try it. You can't you can't say so you I hate I it until you never had it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how I
2: feel Yeah. And
0: um, I guess you also have a Jeopardy tournament coming up. I think we're going to talk to uh, Mike Mondak here in a little bit. He's going to talk a little bit more about it. But can you just give us a little brief thing? That's the he knows a lot
2: more about it than I do. But we set a date. It's going to be October thirteenth. It's going to start around five thirty or six. Okay. And I think we're going to do nine contestants. So we'll basically just play a game like just like uh, Alex Trebek does it on on TV. So a tr- nice some-
0: trivia night here. Absolutely. Uh, I do love that. I do love trivia. Yeah, we'll we'll talk I to really Mike love about a good that. Trivia. So. Um, yeah, this is great. I mean, wow, we might never be back at our studio. I we, is a, we might answer. be coming here it. all the time.
2: Absolutely. And, and I forgot to mention, but every Friday we just started having hometown pizza. So, anybody oh. any you Sharpsvilleers out there listening. So, wait, or, wait, wait, wait. You got
1: <laughs> sandwiches, you got ice cream, coffee, and now you're bringing pizza to the mix.
2: Everyone loves pizza. <laughs>
1: of course they do. Everyone loves of pizza. And they and do. We found
2: that out real quick. So, Fridays are a hit here. We usually have chicken bacon ranch and pepperoni pizza, plain, pepperoni, Oh man, he you're going to
0: put the you're going to put the student union out of business oh, here with this thing. Yeah, they already changed their And hours you even have of have a bookstore back
2: here? Yeah, a lot of people that's where a lot of people brings a lot of people down here. Um, they come in and looking looking for some gifts to buy. So we have Penn State apparel and any kind of stationery items, gift items. It's really really nice in there.
0: That's awesome. Okay, well, thanks for letting us come here, thanks yeah, for letting thanks us for use me. this. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely post some information about cravings, Absolutely but horrible. um yeah, How can people get a hold of Cravings? Is there a there, social media? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, our biggest way is, is Facebook nowadays. I mean, we are in the works of making a website, um, but Facebook is so much easier to update every day, whether it's, whether it's flavors of the day or entertainment or what's going on here. So that's uh, facebook.com backslash PA. Don't forget the PA at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you can find our phone number and our address on there as well.
0: Okay, that's great. Well, thanks again, Julie. Um, and Definitely, we're going to get some ice cream, Adam. So. I, you got me you got me hungry. We're, I'm we're hungry right we're now. We're so. going to have some ice cream. So we're we're going to take a quick break here. Thanks again and uh, Thanks guys. We'll be right Been back fun. after this. Give it to me baby. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Okay, joining us is Mike Mondak, a good friend of mine. Mike's gonna be coming into Cravings. He does a lot of hosting, some home Jeopardy tournaments. He's gonna be doing one next month here at Cravings, October thirteenth. Really? Uh,
3: yeah, what was it five to, what time are you gonna be here? On October thirteenth, I'll be here from five PM till eight PM hosting the inaugural Penn State Shenangos Jeopardy Tournament. That oh, sounds interesting. Cravings. I never heard
1: of it. I never heard of it. That sounds super interesting.
3: Well, Jeopardy! is your basic quiz yeah. show in reverse. You see, contestants are given the answers and have to supply the correct questions. Like, 79 Wistful Vista. What was Fibber McGee and Molly's address? It's a format that has endured for a ha- more than a half century, dating back to the days with Art Fleming. Wow. How long have you been doing stuff like this? I started hosting these occasional Jeopardy! tournaments in my neighborhood since 2010. Wow. When I wanted to do something with some friends from Penn State Shenango to celebrate my birthday prior to when I graduated in 2010. And and since then I've had several more tournaments and I'm pretty psyched for this upcoming tournament.
0: I know I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know it's going to be mostly Penn State students, faculty and staff, alumni, uh-huh. anything like that. Um, so if you're somebody who interested interested Penn State person, or anybody really from the community and you want to come in and check it out, definitely come on in and check it out. We'll post a link to it on our Facebook and definitely. our social media. Um, we're really looking forward to this. Um, yeah,
3: Mike, anything else you want to talk about it? Um, oh, it's going to be a nine-player field. Three qualifying round matches with three players each. The winners of those will advance to the finals. And the winner of the finals is going to get all the first place prizes. Plus, they'll clinch a berth, the last available berth, in Tournament of Champions 2 right after the new year. Very awesome. Nice. So I imagine
0: you're a pretty good trivia guy yourself. I am. Yeah, you like trivia. What's your favorite category?
3: I like the... Uh, geography categories, because I did a geography B at Adela Honey when I was in sixth grade and finished third in that.
1: Wow. I like geography, too. What about you, Adam? What do you? What you... Uh, it's never been my best subject, honestly. No? I, I like geography, but, I mean, trivia and geography, it's, it's always been really bad for me. I've always been, like, a math. Uh, oh, math. Yeah, mm. math. Math, that's always been my subject. So, you got any math trivia questions, I'm there for you. Yeah, I enjoy going to, like, uh, I know Buffalo Wild Wings, they have trivia nights and
0: places like that, uh-huh. do the, the games. Those are always a lot of fun, so I think this is really going to be something neat for here at
3: Cravings. Hopefully it gets a good response, and Cravings will be doing it for a long time. I hope so, too, and well, I'm hoping that this will be the first of annual tournaments that I'll be MCing. So, um,
0: you have a YouTube page, you want to go ahead and pitch that? How, how, how can somebody watch some of your other tournaments from the past?
3: You can go onto YouTube under the channel Game Show Mike. And there are some play- links to playlists for my previous tournaments. Like, it was dating back to the Summer 2010 game series from July of 2010. Right up to my most recent one that I did in June called Tournament of Losers 1. There's You'll see a lot of ga- exciting gameplay. Plus... When you watch him as playlist, you'll get to see some good commercials from the past and present.
0: Oh, I love that. I love the old commercials. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Mike. Thanks for, thank you for pitching your tournament here. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: That My sounds pleasure. interesting. Yep. I, this is the first time I'm hearing of it. I, I, I like it. All, All right. right.
0: Well, thanks again, Mike, and Game Show Mike on YouTube. Check him out, and we'll post links to the 4-Year Distraction about information on his other tournaments later on in the year, October 13th, starting at 5 o'clock. Come on down to Craving, 76 Shenango Avenue in beautiful downtown Sharon, Pennsylvania, and check out Mike do his thing with the Jeopardy tournament. Okay. Thanks again, Mike. We'll see ya. My pleasure. In a cone or a cup, I can never get enough. Scoop, scoop, scoop a little more ice cream. July is National Ice Cream Month. Celebrated cravings and Sharon. Serve up Penn State Creamery ice cream like peanut butter swirl, peachy paterno, death by chocolate and sugar-free strawberry. Open daily 9 to 9, Saturday noon to 5, next to the post office on Shenango Street downtown. Drop in during National Ice Cream Month and get half off your next visit. Satisfy your cravings today.
3: Because every day is a
0: great
1: day to scoop, scoop, scoop a little more ice cream. And we're back. Welcome back. Before your distraction, took a little break there. Scott and I just had some delicious, delicious ice cream, and let me tell you, it was really good. Yes, yes, we did.
0: We, oh, man. I had the Death by Chocolate, which is one of their more popular flavors here at Cravings, and at Penn State ice cream in general. I saw what it looks like, and it was just oozing chocolate. It, it was. It's a chocolate overload. It is chocolate ice cream. With fudge swirled and big chocolate chunks in the ice cream, it was it was yeah it was pretty much that a death by chocolate.
1: Horrible, but <laughs> delicious at the same time. Yeah, I had the uh, I had the peanut butter cup oh. ice cream. You know, classic peanut butter cup tasted like Reese's it was, uh, mixed with ice cream. It mm. was delicious. It was delicious. I loved it. You know, I I don't know who doesn't like peanut butter. I don't know who doesn't like Reese's cups. I love it too. So I mean, I not, I would be surprised if that wasn't their favorite.
0: Okay, so, hey, we usually rate our beers on here, so let's rate our ice cream. I'll I'll go first. Um, My Death by Chocolate, very, very good. I've actually had several other Death by Chocolates. This one was awesome. Um, I'm going to give it a solid four, maybe even four and a half. I'm going to stick with four.
1: I'm going to go with a four. I'm going to give, like, once again, I had the peanut butter cup ice cream. I'm going to give that a four and a 4.5. Four point 5, five. Okay. Four point five. Yes, very good. I, I could probably. I can't eat it all the time. I don't eat ice cream all the time anyway. But anytime I do eat ice cream, if it's peanut butter, I'll take it. It's good. Yeah, you so, said you've
0: been uh, cutting back on sugar. I've been and eating right
1: I've been the, not so much eating right. I guess I still have carbs. i like taking carbs, and stuff like that. But a lot of sugar, processed sugars. I've been trying to get out of my diet. Um, it's just healthy for you, right? You know, it's 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 just better for you, honestly. An active
0: lifestyle. Of course. I have
1: been. I've been back at the gym a lot. Yeah, I've you, been back at the gym a lot. So you go to Planet Fitness. I do go to Planet Fitness. You hate Planet. Fitness. I so. hate Planet Fitness, <laughs> and
0: really? and we can talk about that. Let's talk about that. Why I hate Planet Fitness.
1: You hate Planet Fitness because you think they're hypocrites.
0: I I think that they discriminate. I do. I, they have that their big signs say the no judge judgment free zone and all this stuff, and. You know, I, I, when I go to the gym, I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody likes those big juice head gorillas that, you know, the meatheads that are slamming their weights and grunting and, and you know, doing all. Nobody likes to work out next to those guys. No. But at Planet <clears throat> Fitness, tell me what tell me what they do with those guys there, Adam, since since you attend that gym.
1: Um, anytime they ever do anything where they drop their weights on the floor real heavily or they do a lot of grunting, um, they basically tell them to stop.
0: They tell them to stop, or do they have a thing called a lunk alarm that goes off? They
1: have a, that's rarely used, though. They rarely? Rarely use ha, that thing.
0: Have you ever been there when the lunk alarm has gone off? Yes, I've been there when the lunk alarm has, has lunk gone off. Has
1: the lunk alarm gone on off on off for you? No, not for no, me. No, not for you. No, okay. no, uh, no, because I don't really... I don't I don't like to draw attention to myself when I work you don't. out. No, I, I like to stay in the background, you know. everybody, They can have the attention, that's fine. I'll be in the background working out. But, no, I mean, they have the lunk alarm. I've heard it go off a few times. And honestly, do they throw the
0: person out when no, it goes they, No,
1: I've never seen anybody. Get well, do they out. go talk to them? What, what do they do? Uh, they only the only time I've ever seen them go talk to them. Here's the thing, all right. I've only ever seen them use a lunk alarm when it's done multiple times. All right. If somebody drops a weight and stuff like that, usually they think, oh, he must have done it by accident or whatever. You know, he must have dropped it or whatever. If there's if it's done multiple times by the same person like that, who's just disregarding everybody else. Then they then they saw me. Is there somebody who stands around and watches and pushes a button? Or they got nothing else better to do there. <laughs> I mean, if you ever if you ever go to Planet Fitness, there's like any given time there's at least two or three people working there. On busy times, there's even even more people, like five or six. I mean, they spend half the time just sitting behind the counter. Yeah. So I mean, occasionally they'll go out, they'll mop the floors and they'll dust and stuff like that, but. I mean, it's, it's, it seems like a really boring job, so that's all they can do is just sit around and stare at people and work out.
0: To me, that is discrimination, and I understand it is a private establishment, and you have to buy a membership and all that stuff, so you can refuse service to anybody, but, I mean, I, to, that's discrimination. I don't like the people that do that. I don't like working out with them, but at the same time, it's discrimination at its finest, and I will never patronize that place, that establishment. I
1: will not go to Planet Fitness. I think they suck. I mean, you can think that all you want. I and mean, don't here's they, the thing. Don't they the have thing. like
0: candy and pizza out for the people? I heard they do that.
1: They have, they have little containers like uh, Tootsie Rolls and those, like fruity Tootsie Rolls stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Yeah, it's, stupid. It. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, it. if, if Mondays, you're... Mondays, Mondays they usually bring in pizza and stuff like pizza. that. It's dumb. It's yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. I don't. Come on, get get
0: you're a gym. It. You're trying to be healthy, and I don't here get you go, you're tempting these people with candy and pizza. Maybe, maybe
1: that's a test. Maybe if you you got to pass a test to the G. Maybe you got to pass a test, and if you pass test, guess what? That means you're really gonna get in shape. Well, well, maybe that's what it is. Who knows? You, well, be honest, you like Planet Fitness because it's cheap. I Yes, that's absolutely why I like it. I like it because it's cheap, and you can go at any time of the day, any time, day or There's night. There's a lot
0: of gyms that are 24 hours, but... Yeah, but they're really, exp- they're not, they're, they're not they're cheap. They're more money than Planet Fitness, they're I'll say cheap. that. I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Planet Fitness, and that's all I have to say about that. I just, I, I, I feel strongly about that. The same way, um, I don't know if you're, you're not a real golf fan... No, But I, uh, the Masters in Augusta National down in Georgia, it's one of the biggest tournaments of the year. The country club that it's at, they, they don't allow women to be members of the country club. And they say, you know, it's a historical thing. You know, they're a private club. They can do that. I disagree with that.
1: I'll never watch the Masters. Yeah, but Planet Fitness doesn't make people leave and kick people out and d- makes these big lunkheads not join the gym, though. I, I've re- I've read stories that they do. Maybe those are not- isolated incidents, and Planet Fitness has apologized for those. Okay, like those are all isolated incidents. Like like I said, like when I go to the gym, I've heard the lunk alarm. It's only. It's only been raised. Why
0: well, have the alarm? That's
1: if you call yourself it's a gimm- gimmick. It's a
0: gimmick. A judgment-free zone means don't judge anybody. It's a gimmick. That's, that's all it is. I say. It's all a gimmick. That's well, all. I it. don't want to waste any more time on Planet Fitness. I'm sorry. It makes my blood boil. So go join Planet Fitness. That's what I say. No, don't <laughs> don't join Planet Fitness. Join any other gym ever, <laughs> but not that one. So um, yeah. So
1: Brian is not with us today. No, he's not. It's a shame too. I I really I I wish he was here. I wish he could be yeah, here. Yeah, it's but.
0: Yeah. Oh well. We'll have to hold down the fort without him.
1: Yeah. So it's, as, it's gonna, as witty one-liners, <laughs> we're gonna have to. It's it's gonna go back to be a classic one one episode. I'm going I think. back
0: to our roots. Which going is back to the roots, And
1: the roots are pretty bad. <laughs> it's really they were really bad. If you listen to some
0: of our earlier episodes, we we apologize yes. wholeheartedly. But um, our last episode from last week, there's a couple things I fact checked myself about that we I want I want to go over. In a while. No, we haven't. And I fact checked myself. So um. At one point, we were talking about some movies, and they were all kind of... Brandon brought up a movie, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which I haven't seen. either. have I. I would like to see that. Um, in the movie, Justin Timberlake was in In Time, and then I brought up Logan's Run, which was one of my favorites. Those three movies were all the same, and I, was, I couldn't remember... There was another movie that reminded me of it. It was just Reese came out in 2014. I couldn't remember the name of it. It is The Giver.
1: The Giver. The Giver. I, I don't know this movie.
0: Now, it was a popular young adult novel when I was in like 6th, 7th, 8th grade. I mean,
1: everybody was reading it. Of course, I didn't. but Because uh, you don't read. That's I ain't why. nobody reading. But, I mean, um, we already sc- discussed this in we were talking I movies. have
0: read some books when they were required for school. That's a different <laughs> story. Um, didn't read The Giver. I think Chris, I, my wife Kristen had to read The Giver. It was required for school. And she hated
1: it. I, I I gotta be honest with you, I'm the same. I didn't like any of the books that I was required to read. I used to read all the time, but none of the, none of the books that school made me read, because they were all boring, in my opinion.
0: Anyway, it looked interesting. I think Angelica Houston was in it. Jeff Bridges, Katie Holmes. The Giver came out a year over a year ago, so that's the movie I was trying to bring up. So that's one thing I'll fact check myself. Next thing we were talking about: Hawkman and Hawk Girl. And I said, and Brandon was telling us their backstory, how they were aliens, would you say Thanagarians? That yeah. Crash landed in ancient Egypt and became pharaohs. And I said, oh, like Isis and Osiris. Isis, I was, that's
1: the Middle Eastern uh, terrorist. Oh, groups. no,
0: oh, no. Pre them. Oh, pre them. Hipster them. Hipster them.
1: <laughs> you hear that, Isis? Hipster you know, those. those guys. Yes, they. Uh, I was wrong.
0: They didn't have the head of the hawk, like I, like I said in the last podcast. It was Horus. Horus. Horus is who I was thinking of. He's the god of the sky, and he had the head of a falcon or a hawk or something of that nature. Yeah, he was who I was thinking of. So I was wrong there when I said Isis and Osiris. So
1: I wouldn't have caught you because I don't know anything about that. I caught
0: myself on it, that one. Yeah. And lastly, we were talking about Miley Cyrus' new video. And we couldn't remember the name of it. It's called Do It. Do It. And I post Do Shit. I've posted a link onto our Facebook page of the music video, so if you go to For Your Distraction on Facebook, you can watch a music video there. Check it out. It's, it's interesting.
1: It's an interesting piece of art. It, it's not a music video. There's no music involved. I'm sorry. There's no music involved in it. It's it's just a lot of words put together with random tunes. Adam,
0: For Your Distraction is a judgment-free zone, so...
1: No, we're not, okay? We have <laughs> douches of the day all the time, okay? We judge all the time, okay? We are a judge, jury, and unfortunately not executioner, so...
0: Go ahead and check out Miley's new song, Do It. And, or don't. You and, are, you're not missing anything. You know, send us an email, foryourdistraction at gmail.com. Tweet us, podcast, FYD. Let us know what you think of it, and we'll, we'll let you people know on the air.
1: All right. What's new? Uh, you know what? I... If you were paying attention earlier, you know, we're the a local, establishment, we're cravings, great place, ice cream parlor. Uh, sticking with the local theme, I'm going to talk about state fairs real quick. okay? State fairs? Talk about state like fairs. Like county fairs? Yeah, county, local, county fairs. local festivals? Yeah, like Stoneboro Fair, okay. things like that. I recently went to the Stoneboro Fair with my mother and my sister. You went to the Stoneboro Fair? I've yes. never been there. It's, you know what? Honestly, it used to be a lot better than it is now, mm-hmm. and I think of all the local fairs, it's still probably the best. I've been to quite a few of them. They all, I mean... There was a one fair, there was a fair, it was like a really small, small, quote unquote fair that had like a bunch of inflatable, uh,
0: well, I don't know about that, but I, I've been to, there was the Jefferson Township Fair. That might have been it. I went to this summer. Um, Real bad. The Transfer Harvest Home, I went, I went to that. Um, Buell Day, of course, which is on Labor Day in Buell Park. (laughs) That that used to be great, and it's really gone downhill. It's very small now. But the one that I would bring up is the Canfield Fair in Canfield, Ohio. That is a legit fair. It is Is enormous. It It is big. It it, I'll put that up against any other fair I've ever been to.
1: See, we don't go to Ohio most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never been to the Canfield. The classic one we've always gone to is a Stoneboro Fair. That's I mean, okay. you know, usually pretty fun, you know, the bunch of rides and things like that. It's gone more game-centric, I think, now, than ride-centric. Okay. Which, I mean, I guess is the way it goes now. But, I mean, let's talk about this for a second. Carnies. you know, the ah, car- car- carnies. Carnival folk that run the games, they run the rides, stuff like that. What a bunch of assholes.
0: There's only two things in this world that scare me, and nuclear warheads are one of them. What's the other? I beg a pardon? The other thing that scares you? Oh, carnies. Circus folk. Nomads, you know. (laughs) Nomads. They smell like cabbage. Small hands, you know. (laughs) Sorry about that. I apologize for that. I couldn't let it go. So you don't like carnies, huh? No, they're a bunch of assholes. Kristen doesn't either. Yeah, they're a bunch care of All
1: right, here's the thing about carnies. Okay, you know if you've ever been at the fair, you're walking by the games and everything like that. They're all yelling at you. They're all sitting there saying, "Hey, come play," you know. "Hey, hey, man, hey, hey, lady, come play the game," you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever, win a stuffed animal, you know. Blah blah, yelling at you. At a certain point, though, when you're throughout the day, you just stop talking to them. You just stop acknowledging and just kind of walk by. I mean, I, they're just doing their job. They're just doing their job. That's fine. But just let me do my job to ignore you. Okay, <laughs> let let me do that. And the the only reason I bring it up is because there was an incident where. Basically, I was walking by and everything like that. We were just walking through, checking it mm-hmm. out. We had just gotten there. We were ignoring him. We had no intention of playing games. We don't care. It's whatever. Right. But I walked by this one... Uh, few of these games a few times. And this one dude is basically saying, like, you know, doing a spiel. Like, hey, you know, come uh, come when the lady's like, uh, stuffed animal or something like that mm-hmm. or anything like that. And we just kind of walked by. He was addressing me, by the way. Not oh, us. Okay. Me, of course. But this is walking by. And as I walked by... He had the he, he basically said to me, At least have the decency to look at me when you ignore me. That's that's what he said. And I was like really? And I was think I was thinking to myself that Carney Carney had some balls. He did have some balls. I didn't look at him, I didn't care, I was tired. Yeah. I would gotten off work there earlier. But I was thinking to myself, Really? Like you're gonna sit there and just be an asshole about it? You know damn well, yeah. you know you're a carney, you know what your job is. Like you really gonna take it personally like that? Like I don't know. That's sh- uh, that, sh- maybe that he used to be me. like
0: like the sideshow barker, like the guy who was step right up, and, and he got fired or something. So he was reduced to the dart throwing, and the balloons. I don't. I don't I, mean, know. I imagine I'm just, he
1: was trying to egg me th- on. There's so probably that I- a
0: great story behind that guy. That guy's probably a chameleon in life. Like, just think, just think, just just use your imagination here and think where that guy started in life. Was he was he an older gentleman? Middle aged, middle aged, absolutely middle aged. I mean, I wonder. Uh, he's probably seen. He's probably seen the whole country. He's probably traveled county to county. Mm. You know, oh man. I just the freedom of being a carny.
1: Do uh, carnies? Do, I mean, do they do they really travel with the carnival like that, or do carnivals hire from locally? To, I, mean, work? I mean, I mean, think it's a summer gig. I think you're. Yeah. I think you're well, doing that for the. The only reason why I was the only reason I'm because I saw a sign on a bunch of rides. That said, inquire about helping us tear down the rides, ten dollars an hour, and they were doing it on a specific day. So they were trying to get people to apply to come and pay them to help them tear down the thing. So did you apply? That's what it? I'm wondering. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I got a full-time job. Okay, I was I was at work during the time, and I wouldn't have done it anyway. So that's a whole lot of work I didn't want to do. So, so yeah, you you have, you're I got upset a problem. about this, Carney calling I, I, you I'm, out. Yeah, he you're visibly no, upset about he, this. He called me out for no reason. For no reason. I mean, Have just... Have the decency to look at me when you ignore me. I mean, you know, he doesn't that dis- defeat Doesn't that defeat the purpose of I look at you when I ignore you? Isn't that, like, like double negatives right there? I mean, what if you were just honestly not paying attention? Like, you didn't even know he was talking to you. At least if you looked at him and completely ignored him, that would be even worse in my book. Like, I mean, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I think looking at you and ignoring you are two different things. So, wow, I don't know. Carnies, nothing but a bunch of assholes. Carnies.
0: You know who... Would make a great Carney. Yeah. It's someone who is very near and dear to our heart here at FYD. We've, we've brought him up several times in, in other podcasts. And I want to bring him up today because I believe I owe him an apology. I do. And I'm talking about f- formally known as he who will not be named. I'm going to bring up Shia LaBeouf. Ah,
1: Mr. LaBeouf.
0: I'm going to bring him up, and I know yeah. I've brought him up several times, and I was getting annoyed when you always brought him up. But he has gotten back onto my good graces. He's won your heart again. He has. Now, I'm not denying the fact that the guy's batshit crazy. Oh, like, absolutely. He's absolutely bananas. The
1: dude rocks a rat, tail. Yes. it. Yes, he does.
0: He makes it look good,
1: too. <laughs> you know? I mean, if... No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> In a grungy,
1: sort of nobody, carny kind of nobody way. Nobody makes that look good, Scott. Nobody.
0: I have a confession to make. You rock a rat tail. I
1: used to have a rat tail. It wasn't my fault. It, it wasn't my wait, fault. I'm sorry. wasn't I was fault? a little boy. So, like, gun to your head, somebody said you're going to... Yeah
0: it was yep. what well, I was like five like my mother was the one who did my hairstyle and boy did she
1: really she really threw me under the bus with that one like there was photos of me and I mean, uh, there are scissors in your house take the scissors you, you had paper scissors <sighs> I'm sure they can cut through some hair saw through Sa- that stuff only had safety scissors my friend and but I mean that could probably saw through some hair I don't know I didn't
0: though anyway Shia it, it, it was short-lived but Sh- Shia LaBeouf he he has Relatively new. I mean, the one that we, you and I just discovered is is a music video for a gentleman. Oh man, I don't even I don't even know his name, but
1: we will we will post. Um, po- Mike, or no? Um, we will post
0: the link of it, but um, it was it, it was I posted a link already to it. Um, when we were doing the top ten video games. Yeah. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. This it is, is <laughs> it is the reason the internet was created. It is it is a <laughs> great thing, and. It, I've watched it a dozen Rob times. Cantor, Rob, Rob Cantor, Mr. Rob Cantor. Name. He's he's an artist. He's on SoundCloud. Check him out. He's got some good music. Apparently, the backstory of this he he was a an, an indie artist who was trying to make it big in the music industry. Had a SoundCloud account. Put a few albums out there. He was hanging out with his friends one night, drinking, smoking weed, and in the conversation, Shia LaBeouf comes up, and they were talking about how crazy, how much of a crazy person he is. And they said, you know, if anybody in Hollywood turned to be, turned out to be an actual cannibal, I could see it being Shia LaBeouf. And and that <laughs> proceeded to to change their storyline along, like, well, what if you were out in the woods and you were being hunted by Shia LaBeouf? And the guy says, "Give me my guitar, give me a pen and a paper right now, and we are writing a song." And he wrote this song, the Shia LaBeouf actual cannibal. And it listen, is... Listen,
1: Weed has created a bunch of really good things, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes. If you've not seen this video, you don't even have to really see the video. You can listen to the song, but by all means, watch the music video. Probably the funniest music video I've seen in a long time. This, this thing is hilarious. The song, oh my God. I, I, I still watch and I die. I die. Spoiler alert. At the end of the
0: music video... Shia LaBeouf himself makes a cameo appearance, and that makes me respect him, that he's actually embracing what culture has made of him. He is now a part of the joke. It's not the butt of the jokes anymore. He has embraced
1: it and has become part of the joke. Yeah.
0: And I think that is a great thing for him to do.
1: It is. I mean, I... Basically, the way the regular music video plays out, it's Rob Cantor on a stage singing the song, and he's got a whole orchestra behind him, mm-hmm. as well as uh, kind of like interpretive dancers in front of him, dancing and like acting it out, sort of. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, when it's all said and done, you hear this slow clap start, and all of a sudden the camera pans over. And like, who C- do you s- like Citizen Kane. Yeah, like right? Citizen okay. Kane. Who you pan over, who do you see? Shia LaBeouf in a tuxedo, just looking serious like he was moved by the piece, and just stands up <laughs> as a standing ovation. Yeah, it's great stuff. If you're
0: listening to this, definitely go ahead and check that out. Um,
1: it is hilarious.
0: And Adam, you
1: actually introduced me to a second music video yes. that
0: Shia LaBeouf is
1: a part of. Yes. You want to go ahead and... If you know the artist, I think it's pronounced Sia. I think it's pronounced Sia. It's S-I-A. Um, oh, the chandelier. Uh, uh-
0: Want to swing?
1: Yes, yes, that from one.
0: From the chandelier. <laughs> yeah, that yes, one. Yeah, that I one, know that her
1: one. Yeah. All right, she did, a, uh, she did a song called Elastic Hearts. And if you ever watch a music video, it is basically, w- once again, Shia LaBeouf being involved in this interpretive dance style music video where Shia LaBeouf is doing interpretive dance with this younger girl from Dancing with the Stars. No, um, no, no. Dance Moms. Dance Moms, sorry. Maddie, Moms.
0: Maddie from Dance Maddie Moms. from Dance Moms. Pittsburgh,
1: Pennsylvania, you know. Yes uh basically I introduced him to this music video because I thought of it because if anybody has Google Play they were giving away your album for free on there and I thought of it and I showed it to him and let me tell you if Scott was not so impressed by this music video it, I was nearly moved to tears and if you have not watched a music video, pause it right now if you can watch a music video and come back and just and you'll see what we're talking about okay. And we will also post this to our social media. We'll post a link to the video so you can watch it there, too. Um, Now, this music video got really big flack. It came out about January this year. And it got a lot of flack because it's Shia LaBeouf, like I said, interpreted dancing with this younger girl, like 11, 12 years old, something like that. And most people, uh, open-minded people, saw it as either, you know, a father-daughter relationship. Uh, Some people saw it as, like, an inner struggle, like an inner anger, turmoil, things like that. But of course, the close-minded individuals that uh, caused the whole scandal with this music video was basically saying, oh, this woman created a pedophilic video, because it was an older man, older hairy man, dancing with a younger girl, yes, doing interpretive dance. And that was a
0: whole thing. And that angered me when you told that to me, because I watched the the video without knowing all this, and I was very moved by it, because I, I, I have a daughter, and... To me, the first thing I picked up was a father-daughter relationship. It seems and, like, that. and they're they're in a cage, which would represent like a cage of emotions. They're doing a very, very intimate, interpretive dance, and I, I
1: loved it. Yeah, it I takes place basically in a giant room with a giant dome-like bird. Like Thunderdome from Mad yeah. Max. Yes. Yeah. And they're just dancing, and the, sometimes it's nice, sometimes it's angry, sometimes it's emotional. And they go through all the different emotions, the love, the hate, the
0: anger, the sadness, yeah. everything within this dance. I thought it was beautiful. It I, was. And, it's, and, it's a great music video. And I really respect Shia LaBeouf. And the people who came out and said that, oh, it, it's pedophilic, you know, it's an older man. They're the minded people. Yeah, they, 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 you just suck you suck for thinking that it was so much bigger th- it's bigger than that i mean and don't make
1: you gotta have an open mind to understand the music video i think if you ever watch it you're gonna think it's weird at first but i mean have an open mind that's all i'm saying
0: definitely and
1: and i'm i, I really
0: hated indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skulls because it was god awful it was a bad movie and i blame a lot of it on shia labeouf and maybe i shouldn't maybe he was just being an
1: actor. So you are back on the Shia LaBeouf bandwagon, and that's what I you're am. saying.
0: I think I am. I think I'm team LaBeouf now.
1: Do you blame him for Transformers Shy 2? Shia's
0: surprise. It, again, he was just an actor. He didn't write or direct the movie. I mean... He probably got a pretty penny for being in those films. Well, you I mean, know he why, did. how do you turn that down? If somebody came to me and said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna film a giant piece of crap. Like we're gonna literally take a crap on stage and film it. And we <laughs> want you to be in it. We're gonna pay you seventeen million dollars." I'd be like, "Okay." I would be in that literal piece of crap. I would be there. Can I, I take mean, crap too on stage? Can I do it let's too? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, I'd do
1: it. Seventeen million dollars. Hell yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Team Shy. Team Shia LaBeouf. Got, Apparently. Gotta bring it up. FYD
1: is now Team Shy. Team Shy. Okay, check out the music video
0: people. It's, Seriously. It's great work. Running for your life from
3: Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife, it's Shia
0: LaBeouf. Looking in the shadows. Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf. So, um, sticking with a little bit of local flavor, since we're at Beautiful Cravings and downtown we don't, talk about, we don't talk enough about local we stuff. We do a lot of national stories, and the majority of people who listen to us are local from the valley or, or yeah. nearby Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio. So, so we're going to stick with some, some local
1: stories. Adam, do you know anything about Alien Man? Uh, I know a decent amount about Alien. Anybody who has ever just lived, grew up around here knows Alien Man. Or if you don't, you should.
0: Now, recently, Alien Man has made not national news, but definitely regional news. Youngstown, yes. Pittsburgh. You know they they have reported this story. So,
1: Adam, why don't you tell us about your experience? Uh, H- explain
0: who Alien Man is. Alien for us. Man,
1: basically. Um, I don't know if he was in the military or not in the past. I I imagine he There's was. There's a lot of
0: urban legends about him. We don't we don't really know what's true and what's not. So just just giving your point of view. All
1: right, basically uh, what I understand about Alien Man is he's an older man. I don't know if he's elderly or how old he is. Yeah, I think he's at 75 or something. He's, he's that old. Yeah. Okay. He's he's an older man. And he is paranoid that aliens. He I think he thinks he was kidnapped by or abducted by aliens in the past. I don't know, but he's been super paranoid about aliens coming back. And he thinks that uh, keeping lights on. He's got spotlights in his house. He has every light in his house turned on, and that is going to help keep him away. He's got tin foil all over his windows, uh, plastic all over his windows, stuff like that. He's just got he's 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 a disturbed individual. That's what I consider him. And in my, in my younger days, I'd say he's a crazy-ass motherfucker, but he's <laughs> a, now I'm saying he's a disturbed individual. Why do you call him a crazy-ass mofo? Be- uh, only because What's your experience it, with him? Um, well, most young people who know about Alien Man will have gone out to his house at some point just to look. Mm-hmm. And occasionally they like to mess with him, but just to look. Uh, a good friend of ours, you know her too, her name is Laura. Uh me and her, we went out there one time with a couple of other friends. It was a Saturday night. It was dark out, pitch black. But we drove up there, and obviously, like the entire air was lit up because he's got lights everywhere. If you ever go up there, it's basically a spotlight in the darkness. That's all it is. And being young that we were, we decided we we're going to mess around. So we had laser pointers. They were pointing laser pointers at his house. You're harassing this. Poor basically, man. yeah, I we were being assholes. We were being assholes, mm. you know, as as we like to do. But we were pointing laser pointers. Uh, we got out of there really quickly, though, because I don't. we saw laser pointers being pointed back at us from the house. And I don't know what it was, but I heard these quiet, like, pat-pat-pat sounds, and we thought, maybe he's shooting at us or at our cars. We should probably leave, and we sped off. Wow. Yeah, so we, we left there in a big hurry, and I, I never went back
2: after that.
0: Okay, so yes, I'm. I also am familiar with Alien Man. He, his home, I would have to say three fourths of it is completely covered with tin foil. Oh yeah. I mean, his windows are all blacked out. The lights, I, I, I mean, I can't even do it justice. How bright these lights are! How, Think football stadium. Like the quantity of his lights, all over the place. It's, it's impressive. How <laughs> like it would put a Christmas display to shame. Uh, yeah. So he. And it just recently made news because now neighbors, which there aren't many neighbors because he's out in the country, a lot of farmland there, but he has has a couple neighbors yeah. nearby. they are filing suit, I don't know if it's a civil suit, with him because of the lights. Yeah. And he didn't, of course, he didn't show up for court, and the court ruled in favor of the people who were pressing charges, and he's being fined $500 a day until the lights are taken down, which... Of course, he's not paying and hasn't taken the lights down. Of course not. And
1: um, when you're when you're so paranoid that you think aliens going to come abduct you if you take those lights down, I don't think a court uh, a court uh, ruling is going to make you take them down. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen.
0: And now, recently, this is this is like I said, is gained attention from a lot of the news agencies and the media, and I've read a lot of disturbing reports from people saying a lot of, like what you said. You you went there and and mess with the man. I mean, there's there's been graffiti on his garage doors, and I, I feel for him. I honestly do because my opinion on the matter is that the guy suffers from a, a mental disorder. Yeah. And and that that honestly is something that shouldn't be ridiculed. It's something that should be dealt dealt with. I mean. It is,
1: but we feel like that because we're adults. We're adults, you know. We're, I'm in my late twenties. You're in your early thirties. I mean, we're adults, that's how we feel like that. When you're in your teens, no, you're going to go mess with it. Because it's weird, it's weird, it's strange. You're going to go mess with it. a lot, and I mean... It I didn't is, say it's right, didn't say it's right, but I mean, it happens. I mean, take what,
0: it's the internet, so you're always going to get those internet trolls out there. But on these news stories, like I've said, that I've, I've read about Alien Man, who, we're going to stop calling him Alien Man, and we're going to call him by his, his given name, which is, bear with me here, Arthur Brown. Mr. Brown... His story has become out there, and the the comments on social media about him have just been horrible. It's the I th- Internet. It is Everybody, the internet.
1: Everybody's faces on the Internet. Does that make wrong. it right? didn't say it was Does that make right? it right? Just like I didn't no. say it was right for teenagers. I did it. I'm just saying it's not right for teenagers. to go got to do it. It happens is what I'm saying. I mean, the, he, Nothing the man probably is
0: mentally ill and needs attention and has no family.
1: Ha- I mean... There was For one woman that part. I think she was part of the suit too. Who Was really, really upset because she's trying to sell her house. I guess, right? According to her, and she can't sell it because nobody wants to live near the guy because of the lights and everything like that. So, and I
0: understand her point of view too. But here's something. What if Bear it's with true? Me. I was just gonna say. What if he really has been abducted <laughs> by aliens? What if he's been visited by them in the
1: past? I mean, I'm calling it mental illness, but what if it's true? I mean, that'd be really cool if it's true. I mean, I don't know. I guess you, I guess it would have been very traumatic. I don't know if it would have been traumatic just for the experience itself or if they did anything to him, but I mean, I think if I had that kind of experience, I would just be like i I don't know if I'd be as mentally unstable again i I wouldn't know, but I think it'd be really awesome if it was true It'd be cool
0: because well, i w- I wish him the best i mean maybe maybe the FBI will have to send a couple so- of agents. To look into this. couple of well known agents. Couple well-known, the show is coming back. It is. Which I'm very excited about. I mentioned is on an earlier reboot? podcast that I am uh, re watching the old 90s series, and I'm about halfway through. There were so many seasons of that. There are. And I'm, I'm really doing well with it, and they're great. They're now, great. is the new one going to be a reboot? As far as I know, no. I think just it's just continuation. continuation,
1: like bringing it back. I heard those two actors hate each other. Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny? I heard they didn't like each other. I oh, heard they, I heard they don't a, tell me that. I heard, they, I heard they had a really bad experience. They had great chemistry on, on the show, though. Yeah, and I heard once the cameras stopped rolling, they really didn't like each other. Well,
0: then that makes them even better actors because their chemistry was so good. I mean, I don't think Gillian Anderson has done anything since The X-Files. David Duchovny, he did that Californication. He was in a couple films. But nothing on the level of X-Files. That
1: show was a mega hit. What do celebrities that fall off the, that kind of no uh, knowledge base do? Like, like you said, like she hasn't done anything in a long time. What does she do for a living? I'm sure she acts. I'm sure. I don't think she had to start working at Costco
0: or anything like that. But, but I mean,
1: don't you ever think about that? A lot of celebrities that you don't ever hear of again, you don't know what they did. You, they haven't really done much. I mean, besides like producing, I guess. Like, what, what do they do?
0: Go to Comic Con, sign some autographs. I, I mean, guess. you have a big following with. Uh, your show from back in the day. So, keep that rolling. I guess. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can think of.
1: All right, Scott. So, going from lo- some local stuff, let's go to some uh nationwide stuff. And okay. this is a story that went nationwide, uh went viral. Yeah, went viral. Um, you know the Kardashians, right? The who? The Kardashians. You know, oh, you know, yeah, them. Yeah, 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 you know them. Oh, you know yeah. them. I, heard think heard I think I've heard of them once You've or twice. You've heard of them? Okay. Well, uh <laughs> How, how do you feel about the Kardashians? You like them, you hate them, you're sick of them. What's what's going on? I am sick of them. You're sick of them. I'm sick of
0: them. Um, they're no, they haven't really done anything, and I don't know how they're celebrities.
1: They're famous for the sake of being famous. That's what they yeah, are. Yeah.
0: That how is that a thing?
1: I mean, I mean, Kim Kardashian. She's famous because of a sex tape, even though she refuses to admit it. But their
0: father was one of OJ's lawyers. Yeah. Whatever. But he's dead.
1: Well, you know who else is sick of the Kardashians? John Brown. John Brown, John Brown. King is, of the Burbs. Uh you, uh, you could you could say that. My name is
0: John Brown. I'm the King of the Burbs. Little little, little I'm gonna interject okay, here. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, do you remember the show that used to be on VH1 back in the early 2000s called The White Rapper Show? No. Okay. I didn't watch a VH1. Movie. Okay. Yeah. It was it was it was great. <laughs> it was it was like they would take these these late teens, early 20s white kids that were aspiring rappers, and they put them on a reality show. And it was the guy, oh, I can't think of his name, the, the lead singer from Third Base, like the 80s hip-hop group, white dude. And they would have like some of the Beastie Boys and Vanilla Ice and, um... Eminem, like they would bring up all the old great white rappers and they competed in content like, to become the best white rapper there was one, my favorite character on the show his name was John Brown and that was his, his <laughs> tagline, John Brown King of the Birds, he lived in the suburbs and oh, okay. great show, if you, if you guys remember that just check it out I mean, the white rapper show, I don't know why it ever went away I think they did two seasons of it and then it was gone but that's what happens when you, you're on VH1 yeah, I guess. I mean, anyway, tell t- me about this John Brown. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure most people know about the story and everything like that. Like you said, it went. It's it's a video that's gone viral. Um, basically, it's. I mean, if you know anything about the Kardashians, most of the stories that come out about them are just non-stories, ridiculous, like just just really, really dumb. Just had nothing to do with nothing, kind of stories. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was like the end of the show. It was on a Friday and everything like that. They it was, it was you know everybody was ready to go they enjoy their Friday, enjoy their weekend and everything like that. And one of the celebrity correspondents came on, and she started talking about the Kardashians. Uh, there was something coming up and everything like that. Well, the second she brought up the Kardashians, the anchor basically got up and said, I'm done, basically, I'm done. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a Friday. I've had a good day today. It's going to be a good Friday. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this family. I don't want to hear anything, any news story about these people. And he walked off the set. I mean, I don't disagree with him. No, but the funny thing is, he still had his microphone on. And okay. he and he knew he had his microphone. On. It's not like you know one of those things where he went off set and you know he just started. He saying didn't drop f bombs or anything. No, no, okay. nothing like that. Well, they were having like a discussion about it, stuff like that. And the correspondent was basically like, "Oh, you might like the story, you know, uh, uh, Kylie Jenner." Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Kylie Jenner. Basically, you know, she she got a rabbit, and she named it Bruce, and it was all over, you know, uh, Twitter and everything like mm-hmm. that. She was posting okay, awesome videos this, about yes. that and to her that was like a really big celebrity story and the second that she brought up the bunny and the name of it he let me tell you if this anchor did not flip out and just said I don't care I don't want to hear I'm sick of this family I don't want to hear about this family anymore it's not really it's news it's it's a he said he was cooler and saying it's a non-story like these people like I swear to god I'm sick of hearing about these people nobody basically he's saying nobody cares right. like like poll show Americans don't care about the Kardashians anymore <laughs> nobody cares it's a non-story I don't care about what she named her bunny
0: I mean, like, I get... Why in the world do people care? What and, and and I did see this video, now that you mention it, and in the video, the correspondent, the celebrity correspondent, is trying to justify it. And she tells the anchor, the John Brown, they said, well, what if your daughter got a bunny and named it John? And he goes, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it's not a news story. And, and the thing is... She's kind of wrong because we all know what's going on with, with Bruce Jenner who I, I respect very much was a great athlete back in the day and he just recently became a she. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner.
1: That's, a, that's kind of a non-story too though. I don't see that it's as a kind non-story. It's kind of a non-story. That I happens don't. all the time. It's kind of a non-story also. But
0: not anyone on the level as Caitlyn Jenner or Bruce Jenner will say. No one that famous has taken that leap I mean, in our culture, in our society, transgenders are still looked like they're freaks. And really, they're not. I mean, I feel for him, for her, being born in a male's body. and, and
1: That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't, have, I don't really care. You know, you want to go ahead and get a sex change. That's fine. You know, it's fine, you know. I, like, I'm all for it. You know, do it. I just don't care. I don't care. Like the fact that it's such a huge story, and the fact that everybody's like, she's such a you know, she's such a brave you know individual for doing this and everything like that. Fine, whatever. I don't care. It's not really a news story.
0: I don't consider it a news story. I don't consider naming a bunny rabbit after exactly. someone. That, that's exactly. that's that, not That's a story. my point. That's also not a that's news not story. That's not a story. But as far as the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing, I think it is a news story. The I then don't we have we stats. Start, then why
1: don't we start going to hospitals and start interviewing? Anybody that does the procedure, then let's, well, let's start doing that. I mean, I if, mean it's, if it's such a big news story, why don't we start doing that? Then? I don't have the stats in front of me,
0: but do you know the suicide rate for transgender people? What it is? No. It's very high, extremely high. And to me, that's not right. And it's our society that drives these people. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be born in the opposite gender, as the opposite gender, like your body feels one way but your physical appearance is, is a complete different way to me that would be that would be so hard and there really hasn't been we'll say a celebrity because I considered Bruce Jenner an actual celebrity as opposed to his children that aren't sure. celebrities that we just made them famous for whatever god knows reason he was he was an athlete he was a gold medal winner in the and the 70 whatever olympics i mean triathlon biathlon decathlon he was great athlete i respected him and had no idea that he was in this sort of pain that he was actually a woman and just think of all the other people out there that may be a male body but feels like a female and maybe they're from a very conservative family, and maybe they get bullied in school, to walk in the, in the aisles of the local supermarket and seeing a Vanity Fair issue with Caitlyn Jenner on the cover, that could give that person strength to think, okay, maybe I am not a monster. Maybe there is other options out there for me. To me, that is a story. That's something good that That's can come story, out of a story, but if
1: it, if it was such a big issue, and I'm not saying this, and I'm not denying what mm-hmm. you're saying is true. That's not what I'm saying. But if it was such a such an American issue that these people cared about, you know, empowering these other individuals and stuff like that, why weren't they trying to find other individuals who went through the same process that could help? Why weren't they putting them on TV? I,
0: you need a spokesman. You need somebody of that caliber. I I just think. There really hasn't been, that I know of, I, don't, I mean, I'm kind of ignorant on the, on the topic until it was brought to awareness. But just, that that's something Caitlyn Jenner did. She brought to the forefront yeah. of America.
1: And the reason why people are making a big deal about it is because it's ratings. That's why. That's the biggest mm. reason why these these uh, TV shows are bringing her on to make a big deal about it and stuff like that. It's ratings. Well, it's, a, it's a hot topic I, and it's I, I do think... That's why they're bringing them on. Like, that's what the, I mean. She
0: has a television show, Call Me Caitlyn, and I, I think that yeah, that's for ratings. And then even her grasping for straws, even her that. going
1: on talk shows. That's talk shows looking for ratings.
0: That's what that is. The talk shows may be looking for ratings, but what she's doing might be the right thing. Like I said, you, you, what if what if there's somebody in the same situation as her that happens to be watching The View that day, or happens to be watching Kelly and Michael that day, and they see her on there and that gives them enough strength that empowers them to to feel good about themselves. I think it's a good thing
1: what she did. i mean, mm-hmm.
0: that, that's just how I feel about it.
1: Either um, way, off on a tangent, uh Kardashians non-celebrities. So Yeah,
0: I mean the the bunny rabbit thing I'm I'm on board for that. That's not a story. That is ridiculous.
1: It is John Green. Brown, this news anchor. He's he said it as is, and you know what? News anchors all agreed with him. News anchors are yeah. all over Twitter agreeing with this guy. Like, yeah, like I'm just I'm we're sick of the Kardashians too. We're sick of hearing about this.
0: Must have been a slow news day in Orlando, but you think it's Orlando? You know, it's right. In, you know, it's in Orlando, don't you?
1: I I mean, you want to take a
0: Walt Disney World is there? So oh, I don't know how Disney. it would ever be a slow news day there. I mean, just, maybe he had tickets or something, maybe he was going to the Magic Kingdom that night, and he was just done. He was tapped out. He's like, I don't want to sit here and talk about Kylie or Caitlyn, which, which, which Jenner was it? Kylie Jenner, Ky- I think it was I don't remember which one. I don't want to, to talk about Disney her bunny stuff. rabbit. I'm do. going to go ride It's a Small World. And...
1: Who wants to go ride It's a Small World? Who
0: doesn't? You fascist. If you don't <laughs> like It's a Small World. Anyway, okay. enough about Disney. I can go. I can go on an entire podcast about that. So we're not. We're not going to go there. But um,
1: one other celebrity story that I have. Uh, what do you think about the Food Fighters? I, I I like them. I'm a big. I'm a fan of them. All right. Well, two uh, two real quick things about the Food Fighters. Number one, um, Dave Grohl, lead singer of the Food Fighters. Right. What a rock star. What an absolute rock star. Did this you know guy. he's
0: from Warren, Ohio? No, I did not. He's from Warren, Ohio. He's from our stomping grounds over here. And here's my question. And I asked Brandon this. I wish Brandon was on the show. Dave Grohl from Warren, Ohio was the drummer for Nirvana. Nirvana, I mean, you didn't get much bigger than them in the 90s. The grunge movement. Yeah. Kurt Cobain, the lead singer. I mean, they, they, I I really liked Nirvana. And how in the heck, because they were from Seattle, where the grunge movement was, the mecca of grunge. How did he, a guy from Warren, Ohio, join a band in Seattle and, ma- and make it big? Did he just move out there because... Maybe he knew
1: people. I'm, Maybe he knew a guy who I, knew I'd a guy. I'd like
0: him. to know that story. I'm sure
1: I'm sure it's on Wikipedia.
0: How he got there. It's not on Wikipedia. It might be on a more detailed biography or something of that nature. But, it's but Wikipedia. But you don't get much more detailed than that. You're smoking something <laughs> if you think that. But, um... Yeah, Dave Grohl,
1: I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Um. Well, the reason why I think he's such a huge rock star, okay, and everything like that, if you know anything about any recent stories about Dave Grohl, uh, he was doing a concert recently, within the past few months, I think it was, and he basically, you know, he was doing his thing. I guess he fell off stage and broke his leg while doing the concert. And they took him off stage and everything like that, and rather than, you know, be a pansy about it, like any other any other rock star. I mean, I use the word rock star very loosely when I mention these people. Uh, I guess entertainers like Justin Bieber and things <laughs> like that. Uh, any anybody else that, if they you know fell off and broke their leg, you know they'd cancel all future shows, and you know they'd be you know crying mm-hmm. about it and stuff like that, and saying, oh, it's it hurts so bad. Oh my God, it's such such a big tragedy. You know, I broke my leg. Let me tell you what Steve Rule did. Dave. Dave Grohl, sorry. Yeah. St- Steve's his cousin. Yeah, Steve's cousin. A... Let me tell you what Dave Grohl did. Alright? <laughs> uh, Dave Grohl, after he broke his leg, he finished the concert before going to the hospital. He had them patch up his leg, put a splint on it real quick, and he went back out there. They wheeled him back out there and he finished the concert. And then not only did they finish the concert, but the future States concerts uh, over here in the good old US of A. He, he finished that whole tour. He, he basically got them uh, somebody to build a, basically a throne out of guitars. And when he, they did the concert, he would sit out in the throne, play the guitar, and sing while he was doing it. He didn't cancel any shows. He canceled the. I know he canceled the international shows, but the ones over here in the States, he, he kept them. He finished the whole tour. Like, what a freaking rock star. I
0: know somebody else who did that. Um, you know. Some of you listening might not. I am a huge, 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 I mean enormous, Jimmy Buffett fan. I see him in concert every year. I absolutely absolutely love Jimmy Buffett. From all of his work back in the 70s to his current stuff, I'm a huge fan. And several years ago, he was doing his tour. He was actually in Australia. Same thing happened to him. He fell off the stage, broke his leg, and I believe broke his tailbone too and i don't think he finished that show but he kept his tour going and did kind of the same thing i remember there was one scene i saw it was like it was like a rowboat was put out on stage and he's got his foot in a cast up on the rowboat and he's sitting down in a chair playing his guitar and singing like you want to know why because he's a rock star you're saying if justin bieber had fallen off the stage and and
1: I'm saying he would have canceled his whole tour and he would have whined and cried about it and he would have taken a whole bunch of pictures and thrown on Instagram you know of him you know my hurt leg and oh you know just just dumb pictures and stuff like that and he would have canceled the tour I'm saying I'm saying Dave Grohl finished he finished the tour with a broken leg he finished the concert that night before going to the concert with a broken leg Mm -hmm. what a rock star that's what I'm saying reminds me of a hockey player you yeah. see hockey players, they
0: get a sticker, a puck to the face. They're gushing blood. They go to the locker room. They get stitched up without Novocaine right there on the bench and come out for the next shift. I mean, they're real men. They're yeah, they're real they are. men. Those Canadians. <laughs> a basketball player gets a cramp because it's too warm in the gym and they're done. They're out six to eight weeks.
1: So that's the difference.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Dave Grohl, huh? What a guy. Yeah, what a guy. Has he done anything else lately? He did.
1: Um, If you know anything about the Westboro Baptist Church, oh, love. um, I, I, I don't want to get into it. I could get into a whole conversation about those, those just pieces of trash, Westboro Baptist Church people. I don't think anybody likes them. I don't think anybody. And I would go into a whole spiel about explaining who they are. But basically, they're just, Mm -hmm. they're just a church that takes everything extreme. You know, they go out and they, you see those people that protest funerals and soldiers and everything like that. Basically everything. They protest everything, and they're all against it. Well, apparently, uh, anytime the Food Fighters ever play, I think it's in Kansas City. Um, Topeka, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Topeka, Kansas is where the home of the Westboro Baptist Church is. Maybe the Food Fighters were in
1: Kansas City. Missouri, which isn't that far away. Well it says here, I get the article right here. It okay. says they're uh that they performed it was a Friday night and they were performing at Kansas City's Sprint Center. Okay. And I guess every time Dave Grohl visits Missouri or mm-hmm. the Missouri City, mm-hmm. basically the Westboro Baptist shirts they decide to spring up and get publicity and they said to protest a concert and everything like that. And it's all a big spiel and all a big thing and everything like that. Mm. Well, let me tell you, if the Foo Fighters did not get Westboro Baptist Church back as they were protesting Dave Grohl Dave Grohl and all the Foo Fighters got in the back of a pickup truck and as they as they were protesting um, I think the Westboro Baptist Church they were just you know the normal signs hanging up you know you're all going, down, you're going to hell you're gonna burn it out stuff like that Foo Fighters roll up around the corner blasting American Idiot my green day and as they roll past Westboro Baptist Church and mind me they created a huge crowd We're talking to a huge crowd of people. There's a video on there. Why would they play American Idiot, though? Because they're calling him American Idiot. I get that, but that song is awful. But no, that's... The Flute
0: Fighters have so many better songs of their own. But it doesn't
1: end there. That's just what they played when they went around the corner. As they were going past, they played Rick Astley's... uh, Oh, um, Never Gonna Give You Up? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up, and the drummer, um, what's his name, Um, Taylor Hawkins... Uh, he was holding a poster that said, "You got Rickrolled again." <laughs> yeah, you got rickrolled. <laughs> rickrolled, and they stopped in front of them, and they were just just having a huge party in front of the besters. And of course, it's a Foo Fighter, so they gathered a huge crowd, and in the street, just a whole bunch of people dancing and partying, and then they just slowly rolled on That's, great. That's it, it was, great. It was it was the best way to protest those people.
0: So, I don't know if I ever talked about this on a podcast or not, but I uh, I saw them the Westboro Baptist Church. Really? Yes, I did, in person. How bad was so, that? So, well, I don't want to give them the satisfaction. They're, they're, they they're, want that attention.
1: Well, no, you, well, yeah, that's why they protest they the celebrity that. stuff.
0: So I kind of pulled what you did to that carny to them, where I just walked by and completely ignored them. I was in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania for Groundhog Day. And if you've ever been to Groundhog Day on February 2nd, I I'm not you watch the bill murray movie it is it is great it is just like that it is a big party i mean it's all night long through the middle of the night it's always freezing freaking cold snowing but if you drink and get hammered and it's just such a fun fun time big party i've been there twice i was there you know i went to the gobblers knob uh, up in the hill in the woods And they're getting ready, you know, to bring Phil out, and he prognosticates the weather. And who do I see but the Westboro (laughs) Baptist Church with their sign saying, God hates fags. The classics. And there was a big, long poster that I I did read from afar. And basically, it was calling us idolaters for worshiping a groundhog over God and Jesus, which, I mean... We at one point you kind of got to
1: love those people. I mean, we have got to love them because not, they're just ridiculous.
0: We're not worshiping the groundhog. We're just drinking in his honor. I mean, it, it was just, like, it was fun that they were there. And there was only, like, a handful of them. There's not very there's many. There's usually
1: never, from what there's, I
0: understand, there's usually ever like, a very small handful. There's only, like, like, a dozen people in their church, and they're all related to one another. I mean, really, they're... yeah. They're real big pieces of shit. They are. I mean, they're, ter- they're terrible people. I don't care if you're conservative, liberal, atheist, Christian, Buddhist, Muslim. You hate these guys. You got it. You ha- I you mean, got it. nobody likes them.
1: Who was their patriarch that died? Oh, that started the whole I church. can't think of
0: his name, but that okay, old yeah. man. Yeah. The old man
1: that died. The irony of it all, when he died, they the the kids made a big point to say you guys had better not protest our father's church or whatever mm. or funeral, and it was such such a huge irony thing in my opinion. Like you protest everybody else's funeral, but you said you're gonna. They basically said they're gonna sue if anybody protests his funeral. Right. So That's... <laughs> what yeah. a ridiculous bunch of jackasses. Yeah, n- not
0: a fan of them. They're they're terrible terrible people. They are. Oh, goodness gracious. I, yeah, I don't even want to waste time on them. But it was a lot of it fun. Lot. It was a lot of fun being at Groundhog Day. If you guys ever get the chance to go to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, don't go any other time during the year because there's really nothing to do there. I've been there other times. It's too damn cold to do that it, shit. It means you damn go. Um, it's fun, though, dude. It's, it's fun. T- oh, it's cold. Though. It's fun. Love it. What? So, Adam, you know what movie I watched the other day? And what? I. I, I it's an older movie but I had never seen it till recently the Simon Pegg film Hot Fuzz how great is
1: Simon Pegg? Though? Simon Pegg's great I mean I'm a big fan I've hit a point with Simon Pegg where just about any movies he's in it doesn't matter what it is I'm gonna I'm gonna like it I'm he gonna writes, watch it, I'm gonna like he
0: it. He writes a lot of these films does he? I think so I think he's I think he's a really talented guy I mean Hot Fuzz is a really good movie Hot too. Fuzz, I mean I, I've seen Shaun of the Dead and great I, movie I, a um, World's End. That was another great movie. Yeah, too. I mean they all kind of are the same. F- the feel, the same feel of it. Yeah. It's like it's like those movies are linked, and I think he wrote those films. Him and his him and his friends. Like I they, believe it. They. they, they got I the, feel like they're the same writer. Yeah, they're good movies. Um, I also really he was in the new Mission Impossible, which I haven't seen yet. Either
1: of I. I you know what I. I'm, to be perfectly honest with you, I've never seen any of the Mission Impossible really? movies. I, I, there's a few of them on Netflix, and I have been trying to watch them. I just haven't gotten a chance. But I've heard really good things about this last one, so I'm like, eh, you know, maybe I'll watch a few of the movies and maybe watch this one. So
0: I watched the original Mission Impossible in the movie theater. I have. How old a fa- are you? I uh, know, right? I was <laughs> I was young when this happened. And okay, it, it's it's a relatively funny story I uh, I was on vacation with a friend of mine Um, and we were at his family's had a beach house in New Jersey and uh, my family was there his family was there and it was a rainy crappy day I couldn't really do much so we're like oh you know we're, we're gonna go see a movie and there was two movies that were brand new out at the movie theater the first one was Mission Impossible starring Tom Cruise the second one was the movie Twister. Twister. (laughs) Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. And for whatever reason, I was really big into James Bond 007 at the time. Yeah. So I really, really wanted to see Mission Impossible. My friend wanted to see Twister. We were having a serious fight. Mind you, I was probably in sixth grade. We were, like, arguing over which one to see. So we flipped a coin... I won the coin toss but my friend still refused <laughs> to see Mission Impossible. So what we did was we went to separate movies. I I Who mean Who does that? I I was, Who does that? It was it was at that point it was the principle of the matter <laughs> that I won the coin toss. And I was not gonna give him the satisfaction. No, that's of fine
1: for you, but I'm just saying who who loses the coin toss says, Well I'm gonna go see this movie anyway. Yeah, by himself he, does that. he was
0: definitely in the wrong. If I would have This is what pissed me off, if I'd have lost the coin toss, I would have said, Okay, we'll yeah. go see your boom. But the fact is, I won. I won the coin toss. And he would still refused to do it. So at this point, I didn't want to see the movie by myself. I wanted to go with my friend. But it was just the principle of the matter. I was sticking to my guns. <laughs> so we went to see separate movies. I went and saw Mission Impossible. Good movie. Very good movie.
1: What year What year was that?
0: 96, 97?
1: That sounds about right. Twister in the mid to late 90s was my mother's favorite movie.
0: And let me just tell you,
1: I, I, my friend, I, I hate to admit this to him now, I think I like Twister better.
0: <laughs> I, I like Mission Impossible. Twister is one of the all-time greats. That's a good one.
1: I don't know why. <laughs> like My mother, she loved that movie so much. She used to play it all the time. And my mother's the kind of person. She loves surround sound. She oh, loves yeah. stereo surround sound. We actually had a setup back when we lived in Mercer where she had speakers in the corners of the living room uh, just Hooked up there and everything like that, and then a front speaker, and then other speakers around the room, so you can get that, that theater like feel and stuff like that. Right. Looking back, I mean, the sound was horrible because it was like early mid 90s, <laughs> yeah, so it was on VHS, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, basically. So it al- it's almost unwatchable now, but like she would all the time, all the time, I'd get home from school, you know, bedtime dinner, she'd pop in Twister, turn on the surround sound, and I got sick of it. I, I, I grew to not like the movie, it's still a good movie, I grew to not like it though.
0: Really, I really like
1: the movie. Yeah, I, but I, I watch it so much that I'm just kind of like, I, it's good, but I don't want to
3: watch it.
1: Here's a fun fact. We'll movie link them. One of, the, one of the most underrated
0: actors of the movie Twister was Philip Seymour Hoffman, who played Dusty? Is that his name? Yeah, it was Dusty? Dusty. Yeah, I liked him in that. And he was also the villain in the third Mission Impossible. Ghost really? Protocol, I believe it was. Yeah, he played the villain in it.
1: Was Ghost Protocol third? Maybe it was fourth. I feel like they made, like, seven of those movies.
0: I don't know. I've lost track. I've only seen the first and second one, so I'm, I'm a poor judge of that. But, um,
1: yeah, didn't, didn't see the newest one. You're really good at the game. You have, you have this knack. I remember we used to work The together, movie Link game. The movie Link game. Six Degrees
0: to, of Kevin Bacon. Yeah,
1: you used to be so freaking good at that game. You probably still are. I am good at we it. Used to, we used to just, basically, I couldn't I can't play that game. Because I'm not good with the actors' names and what movies they were in, but my God, this this man is a freaking just yeah. You know, I don't want
0: to I don't want to take up time, and put me on the spot here by giving me two, but we might have to play this game sometime, and I don't want to know the characters ahead of time. The, the actors, you give me two, and I link them. That but, might be uh, a new segment we have to do. Oh, that might be a new segment. I haven't played in a long time. There was a while there where I uh, you would I'd just rattle them all. I'd be pretty like good. I'd be pretty good, but it got it got boring because. I would go to my same, like, there's a couple movies, like a handful of movies that have so many great actors in it, and you always go back to those movies, and you can link to anybody else from them.
1: Didn't you once link the girl that played uh, uh, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz yeah, with, Judy somebody, Garland, with somebody who It was played, Kevin
2: Bacon. Yeah, it, it was, was Kevin uh, Bacon.
1: Uh, yeah. You told me about that one time, and you said it was, like, a ridiculously long list. It was a you... really
0: long one, because Judy Garland was hard to get yeah. to modern-day actors, uh, but, but you did it. I, I did it, I did it, yeah. <laughs> you did it, so. But, yeah, I'm, the movie Link game... So, I mean, that, what does that get me? Nothing. That's one of those talents that you get absolutely nothing from it. I, I mean, mean,
1: you know, I mean... You, like, could do, you could do a whole podcast about the movie Link like game. Like,
0: people, uh, people who are good at trivia, like Mike, who was... Mike Mondack, who we were interviewing earlier, great yeah. at trivia. Unless you get on Jeopardy and can win a lot of money... I mean it's great to know these useless facts but they're really not going to get you too far in life. Useless facts makes the world go round. It, it's fun. I, I I enjoy the useless facts but um Mission Impossible though. I I haven't seen the newest one. Simon Pegg's in it. He, he looks funny in it. Yeah. Simon Pegg was also in Star Trek. Star Trek. He's a new he Scotty. played he played Montgomery Scott. My favorite character from the original series. Yes. Really he was. He was. Everybody likes Spock. Everybody likes Bones. I was a Mr. Scott kind
1: of guy. <laughs> I didn't like Bones back then, but I like Bones now. Yeah, I yeah. like him. I like him. I'm a big fan of that actor. He's was really a douche, wasn't he? But he's still a douche. <laughs> he really came off as a douche, especially early in the series. Yeah, well, yeah, he's still, though, now, even the new series. Uh, what's the actor's name? Um, Ta- William Shatner. I'm talking about the
0: current one. Oh, Chris Pine for fun, yeah. yeah. Well, he's a douche? No, I'm just saying. Oh.
1: I thought we were talking about the current
0: ones. So. Oh, no, I was talking about, well, you could talk about all of them. I mean, yeah. The way J.J. J. Abrams was able to, to link the timelines, I thought was really good work. Yeah. So it doesn't take anything away from a lot of the Star that. Trek A lot of people like that. We know. Hate that.
1: I'm not one that hates are that. that, hate that
0: would you have rather them just rebooted the whole thing and everything we know I think of some people would have rather have done
1: that. No. I think people. there are some people who would have rather that. This have was a
0: that. perfect way to pull off a reboot and start from scratch and not take anything away from what's already happened with our childhood. Yeah. You know? And I really enjoy that. I really enjoy how they did that. I mean,
1: well, so maybe does, the okay.
0: purists out there, but those are the people who would never want to see them rebooted anyway. Yeah. So... I don't know, I have a lot. I hope JJ does well with Star Wars, which is coming out this Christmas. You will.
1: You gonna go see it? I, are you kidding me? Of course I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna
0: I'll buy my ticket now.
1: I, I'm debating about maybe trying to go see it opening
0: night. Could we dress like Jedi yes. or Stormtroopers? Yes,
1: we can do that. I don't Listen, I, listen, you you're joking. You're joking right now, but for this movie, like I really would consider doing that. I would really absolutely do it. <laughs> I would I stand mean, out in the cold. Waiting in line, dressing in that armor. i do it. See, he's going have back any. on. It. He's going back on it now. I'm not going like, back on he's it. He's like, he's like, uh, is he really going to make don't me do this? A I don't have stormtrooper gear. I don't. I don't have, have like it. what four months to get one. I mean, oh my gosh, so go on not, Amazon.
0: See, I don't want to commit to this. You, you got me to do a podcast with you. Jeez, just baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> I'm definitely going to go see the movie. I just, I'm absolutely. I'll wear a Star me. Wars T-shirt. How's that sound? Pansy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I think that pretty much sums it up. I, th- yeah. I think
1: I think we're good. Um, this is gonna be a lot, lot, uh, much shorter episode than we usually do.
0: Yeah, it's a special edition. I mean, we're coming to you live from uh, Cravings Cafe yeah. Creamery. Thanks again to Julie, the general manager, for letting us utilize this space. Um, again, go go ahead, go to Facebook. Go like em. Like Cravings Pa. You yeah. Search Cravings search PA. for Cravings on Facebook. Give them a like. Um, yeah, definitely come down, come down here and h- visit.
1: It's it's a really, really nice... If
0: you're in the Shenango Valley and you like ice cream... Who am I kidding? Everybody loves ice cream. Who doesn't? So come to 76 Shenango Avenue, Sharon, Pennsylvania. Come here, get your ice cream. It's, it's a really great time. Show Shana-
1: me a person who says they don't like ice
0: cream, I'll show you a liar. Yes, yes, that's right. And they're, they're having all those really great events coming up. Uh, yeah, they do. And... The one we were talking about with Mike, our, our friend game show Mike. Michael T. Mondak, our friend of the show. He's going to be emceeing the Jeopardy tournament here on October 13th. I think, I think he said starting at 5
1: o'clock, but we'll put, like I said, we'll put the details on I'm our sure the information will be on the Facebook. Yeah. I'm sure they'll, they'll post it on there and they'll they'll let everybody know because they want everybody to come down. It seems like it's going to be a pretty good event. Yeah. It seems it, like it's going to be fun. If you like trivia, definitely come down and check that out. I'm
0: going to come, I think. I'm going to check it out. Eat some more of this ice cream. I, good might, stuff. I,
1: I might have to join you. I might yeah, have we'll to. Yeah, we'll have
0: to come down here. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we don't have Brandon. To no, we, he can't today. finish the show off. I mean, we miss Brandon. So, um, yeah, if you guys have anything you want to send us, send us an email to at gmail.com. Adam checks that every day. Yep, I check it every uh, day.
1: We Go to our Twitter, tweet us. Tweet us, us
0: podcast. Fyd.
1: Yeah, I usually run the Twitter, so I check that about every day too. Yep. Uh, We're on Facebook also for your distraction. Head over there, give us a like. You know, send us a message. Anything you'd like to have us talk about or whatever. Um,
0: Um, we're on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes and and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yep, a lot of cool things coming your way. Um, yeah. So anyway, that that pretty much is it, Adam. Thanks, thanks for doing the
1: show. Thanks absolutely. for absolutely. I'm I, I. think this is not going to be the last time we record. No, right? this
0: isn't. This isn't the last time. I don't think so. All right. Anyway, I am Scott.
1: And I'm Adam. And
0: see ya.